Hi, uh, we are Mother Milk and we are with Simon. Um, Simon, please introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay, so I'm Simon Landau, um, mother of four. I made Aliyah in 2008, can't believe it's been so long, from Toronto. That's where I was born and raised. I, um, I studied dentistry at University of Toronto and then I came over to Israel, um, opened up a clinic and now I'm principal dentist and owner of Landau Dental. I have a dental clinic in Jerusalem on Hillel Street. I also have a clinic um, for laser tongue tie release of newborns. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. And that's how it all ties so beautifully into breastfeeding and other women's journeys, I'm sure. Um, can you share with us your, your infant feeding experience, personal and professional, kind of what you, you know, your personal experience and also what you see in your, in your clinic and your experience as a professional with tongue ties? Okay. So I'll start with my own experience. Um, with my first child, my mom wasn't here. I really had no idea what I was doing. Um, I remember a lot of pain and screaming on my side. I remember just screaming out of pain. Um, obviously baby cried, tried pulling off the breast. And I was so trying just to hold it together for my child um, because I so, so, so much wanted to nurse. Um, I remember I had a lactation consultant in that I really, I really didn't connect with. Mm. I'm a very private person. So like that on top of it, it was just so hard for me to let someone else in. Um, so it didn't improve much after, after I had a lactation consultant and, um, I continued to nurse unsuccessfully all my, with my baby screaming and I had low supply. And I remember like I was, I'd unsuccessfully feed the baby and then I'd pump and then like right away it would go, I'd put in a bottle to the baby. There wasn't even enough, like for the next feed, it was that. And then she'd still be upset. So then I'd begrudgingly add a formula and I mean it was just it was just traumatic and I continued this for months um really for months um my second child I was smarter and um right away when my baby had pain sorry when I had pain um breastfeeding was unsuccessful um right away we started adding bottles and I I had a um an excellent lactation consultant come in mm -hmm. and um she noticed that my baby had a tongue tie mm -hmm. and I didn't really know much about that at this time mm -hmm. um and she suggested that we had it released um and we did and um it was a horrible experience mm -hmm. the um just in in small detail basically the, um, the practitioner didn't, I don't want to say anything bad, but didn't use any gloves and there was a lot of bleeding and there was little instruction about, um, about aftercare, about doing stretches, how to do it. There's no way that I did the stretches properly. Um, I didn't realize that I needed to see a lactation consultant after. Um, so it was just after the whole thing, there was, there was no improvement. Um, still a lot of pain. Baby was hungry. Um, you know, it was classic, like falling asleep at the breast and like short sleeping, but, but I was smarter now. Right. So at, at one month I stopped trying to nurse him, uh, directly and I started pumping and that was, that was a good decision. He was so happy with the bottle. He'd happily take the bottle and I managed to build up my supply mm. and I was like super determined to pump. So like every three to four hours, I'd like have my pump. And if I went out, I had my battery pack and my cooler and like I, I was chained to the pump. Wow. Um, but 
I, I was, it was hard, but I, w- I was happy doing it. Like it was a positive, it was a positive experience mm-hmm. um, because we weren't struggling. Like we right away, we just, you know, yeah, I got my losses basically and, uh, and adapted and, and exactly. Yeah. And it was, it was after that experience with the tongue tie, um, with my son that I started to get interested in this as a professional, right. Um, because of the, you know, the bad experience, I wanted to see, you know, if this could be done, um, in a better way, just as, because <laughs> it didn't work. It was not great for us. It really wasn't. So, um, I started talking to people and reading up, Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Australia, to Brisbane to observe, and I landed up taking, uh, going back and uh, taking a course at the Tongue Tai Institute in Brisbane, Australia, wow. where they specialize in um, laser reduction of tongue ties, really outside of Israel, in, in Australia and Canada and many other places. That's really the standard of care. Um, so I studied that, and then I started doing that back here um, in my own clinic and, and providing that service to other, uh, moms and, and babies. Um, yeah, it's something that I'm very, very passionate about, but I'll, yeah. I'll go on to my, to my feeding story here. Yeah, so please. Digression yeah, yeah, yeah. Digression about the, uh, the clinic. So with my third child, you know, every, every baby's different. And, uh, you know, sometimes like in the clinic, people say, Parents will ask me, you know, how's my baby going to respond? How's it going to be? How's it going to be that? And, and just each baby, their person in each baby is different. Yeah. You really have to appreciate that. Yeah. So my third child nursed beautifully and, and you know, and had a lactation consultant come in and just check, like, could it really be? And, and, um, <laughs> Do I have and a, a unicorn? <gasps> and it was. And I said, wow, you know, finally. And then my, my fourth child was born in April of this past year. And, um, he was born and I did not want to look in his mouth until he was in the hospital. I said, I'm not checking. I'm not checking if he has a tongue tie, but I, I didn't have to look because lo and behold, still, you know, by day two, he, um, I was having pain and there wasn't enough milk wow. and he was having short sleeping episodes and they almost didn't let me out of the hospital because the weight gain wasn't enough. So we started, you know, adding bottles and he had projectile vomiting because he's just injecting so much, ingesting, sorry, the latch was bad. So he was ingesting so much air that that you know, and then after the nursing to have the vomiting, I mean, that's tough. Yeah. So, but you know, at least now I knew, I'm like, these are classic symptoms and his tongue was white because he couldn't clear his tongue off. The the tongue didn't have enough movement. So he couldn't clear it along the palate to release uh, the milk. So it almost, sometimes people think that that's even, people mistake it as, uh, as being pizria, as being fungus. Oh, mm-hmm. but they don't realize that it's just the milk that's being, not being cleared. So he had that. Um, oh, wow. That's so, fascinating. So, that's so, a good yeah, uh, side note there. So straight from the hospital on day three, my husband and I went over to my office and, um, and I released his tongue tie. Wow. And, um, wait, can I just ask you one quick question? Because I'm, I'm very curious. What was the yeah. reason that you didn't want to check just because like, right from the start, you're just like, like mm, I'm so gonna... worried that this is like, I'm like, I let this not be a tie. Like I've been there. Let me, it's not be a tongue tie. But, wow. <laughs> but I mean, it, but it was what, like, what a beautiful so, moment. I feel like, you know, that you could release his tongue tie, you know? I mean, it, it was empowering because I've been doing this yeah. for so long helping other babies and helping other moms diets as we call them. And, and, you know, and, and 
you know, like I've been there and I've done it. And, and it was so nice to be able to, to provide this, to do this for my son and for myself. And, um, he's nine months now still nursing. I love nursing. It's wonderful. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. What a journey. Wow. Um, so I do want to touch a little bit on, on your clinic and about you doing laser, uh, tongue tie, um, is it like procedure operation, like procedure? Is that the correct? Yeah, sure. Um, so I don't know. Can you tell me a little bit about you're the only one that does laser, uh, right? You, you're the only one that uses laser for this procedure in Israel or in Jerusalem? That, that I know of. Amazing. Amazing. And, and can you tell a little bit about like what it's like, with working with, with moms who come in and who have the tongue tie and like, I don't know, just any insights or anything that you've noticed or any kind of tips or, or things that you think are important for moms to hear and know and, 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 and things that, you know, insights that you can offer and provide so that they know kind of when is a good time to come or what they should be looking for or any kind of information that you can, can, um, can offer them. Yeah, sure. So, so I'd say moms come to me usually um, either lactation consultant, you know, they'd already seen a lactation consultant who'd noticed it or worried about it, or they sometimes just read up and say, oh, maybe my tongue, my, my child is a tongue tie and come to yeah. me and we check it. Um, I mean, there's certain symptoms that are very, very common um, in babies with tongue tie. Yeah. So it could be that falling asleep on the breast, um, short sleeping episodes, um, nursing for a long period of time, um, still being hungry afterwards, baby, sometimes, but not always, baby can't hold a pacifier in their mouth. So that, that not, not all these things means that it's necessarily tongue tie, but sort of all these things together that sort of the light, the light bulb goes on and said, okay, this should be checked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and shallow net, shallow latch sliding off the nipple, um, not enough wet diapers, dirty diapers, um, Pieces right. being green and not the nice yellow color for newborns, um, dribbling like out the side, projectile wow. vomiting, which is what I had um, because of the air, tongue whiteness on the tongue, and then there's the mother's symptoms, which is often pain, cracked nipples, bleeding, bruising, mastitis, um, needing to use the nipple shield in order for the baby to latch. So those are my thrush. Um, right. a bunch of other things that, that could, that, um, to kind of look out for and, and, and if you kind of notice to, to come to, to see you and, um, poor weight gain is a big one also, you know, yeah. and mom's like, I'd be nursing my baby nurses like every hour. Why is this baby not gaining weight? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it come, when moms come in with the baby, we do a full functional assessment. So going over, going over all of these things, the history, and then checking out the baby, the baby um, in the mouth and seeing really what, what it looks like and how the tongue is moving, because it's not just how it's both how the tongue uh, looks, mm-hmm. meaning if we see the tongue tie and how the tongue functions. Mm-hmm. That's important. Um, so for the laser procedure, basically it's like a minute it's two, a minute two minutes it's very very short moms will be in the office for a while longer because we're right you know it's everything before everything after nursing but the procedure is very um very quick 
Uh, it's pain-free. We give some sugar drops beforehand. There's no need for any anesthetic, no need for uh, general anesthetic or even local anesthetic. Um, there's no bleeding. Wow. Um, in all the literature, there's no evidence of any infection after because the laser sterilizes as it works. Um, we, have, we have these very cute laser protection goggles for the baby and for myself as well. And uh, we swaddle up the baby. My assistant holds the baby and we do the procedure. We right away return the baby to the mom to try to nurse. And sometimes babies nurse and sometimes they don't because they're tired. And that's fine too. But we give them the opportunity. But it's really that warm hug afterwards with yes. the mom that, that really helps. Oh, I love um, that. I love that. And, uh, and then there's stretches to do at home. With, there's a lot of aftercare, mm-hmm. which is really important for the, for the functioning because the, ner- the baby has to learn from scratch how to function. Mm. And I'll go back, which I didn't say before, which maybe some of listeners know and some don't, like what is a tongue tie and what is this that we're talking about? Just briefly, um, the tongue, the frenulum or frenulum is a band of tissue. It's the scaffold along which the tongue grows in the uterus. Okay, in utero. And before birth, it's supposed to go through a process called apoptosis, program cell death, and recede and go back, okay, and be released. Um, In approximately 10% of newborns, this doesn't occur, and it leaves the tongue with restricted movement. I'll mention as well, there's also a lip tie, okay, that we also do a release of when there are many babies who come in and need that. The proper flanging of the lip, the movement of the lip over. Mm-hmm. over the uh the nipple also is very important in terms of the latch right right okay um so and also really- i heard that there's also a cheek tie is that there also are ties, yeah up here as well less common mm-hmm. but that is you know so we look we're, we look for all of these things tongue time is more common but often tongue tie is coupled with a lip tie or also um the cheek ties wow wow amazing amazing wow okay and um Thank you. Thank you for kind of going through that. I think that's really important for moms to hear, especially since you say that it's, you know, it's coupled with things and also that 10% of babies have, have this. So. And I'd say also that like tongue tie is one of the major reasons why women stop breastfeeding. Mm. And um, it's just amazing. And why I really, what, why I really so passionate about this is that doing the laser tongue tie release, it's something so simple and Mm -hmm. so that can be the difference between being able to nurse your baby and not. Right. Right. And, and, and I think more to that is also, you know, the, the difference between kind of being in pain and, and, and struggling and, and not enjoying this time with a quick fix that then you're both able to kind of thrive. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Um, amazing. And, um, what is there a particular kind of memory and you can share personal and professional um i'd be curious to hear as well but is there a a particular memory that kind of has stayed with you um through your experience that that kind of you know when you think about your journey and or in the clinic that kind of pops to mind you know i would say i try to think I'm thinking in in my journey, I just have one sort of memory, which is not a good one, but with, Mm. with my daughter, with my firstborn. And I just have this memory of um, one time after she had this whole bottle of pump milk Mm. and then she threw up the whole, she vomited out 
whole bottle. And I was beside myself. Yeah, I can just imagine. Beside myself. That moment just stays with me. It happened more than once, but like that, like that was tough. Yeah. Those days with the little ones. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, it's it's just always just so rewarding when I have. You know, it doesn't happen every time, but when the mom comes in and right after the procedure, she's there in my lounge, in, you know, in the office lounge and, and, and she nurses the baby and she says, wow, like it's never been this good before. And it's right. just like, you know, this, this is what I'm, this is what I'm here for. And now sometimes it takes time. Okay. It's yeah. not with everyone, but it's right away. Sometimes it'll take two weeks for everything to improve and that's okay. And the key is that we're going to get to somewhere better, but right. it's just so rewarding. I don't know, you know, I'm not with them at home. So I don't get to see that, but when I get to see that and I say, okay, this is why I'm doing this. This is why, this is why we're here. Amazing. Amazing. And actually that reminds me of another question that I wanted to ask you in terms of kind of um, that you, that you mentioned that, that many times it's, it's so common that because of tongue tie women um, stop breastfeeding. Do you think it's underdiagnosed or, or they come to you too late and there's already too much pain and too much struggling and like, what, um, like how quickly, or do you have any recommendations for kind of, you know, do you think that it's, it's, it's that we need to pay attention to it, um, more, more quickly? Do moms just need to be more aware? Um, what are your kind of thoughts on? on Yeah, so definitely, definitely underdiagnosed. I'd say Mm. sometimes now I'm finding that in Israel, more nurses and midwives, more nurses and midwives are picking up on it. Um, in the hospital, but often they're only picking up on the cases where the tongue is tied all the way to the tip and it's so visible and they're not seeing or they're not screening for, you know, when it's further back and it's not so visible and we're in the hospital for what, two days, three days, if it's a Caesar, it's a bit more, but often the problems in breastfeeding don't come out in those first few days, you know, and it's later when, when the moms are back at home that the problems arise. Um, not a lot of pediatricians know to look for that. They're more, you know, their main concern is the weight gains. They say, okay, baby's not gaining enough weight formula, right? Without, you know, they may not have that, that knowledge um, to look for a tongue tie and think how it can be treated. I find that lactation consultants are the best address. Mm, interesting. Um, many of them, maybe not all of them, but a lot of them are know to look for the tongue tie and they know when that is an issue and when that's, you know, when that's something that needs to be treated. Yeah. Um, they're definitely the go-to people. Other than uh, in breastfeeding and like the direct implication of having a tongue tie during um, feeding, are there implications later in life? In other words, if, if you don't treat a tongue tie, if you don't um, have the procedure, what are the implications as, you know, a child, toddler, adult, like what are the, what are the effects of that? Okay. So in our clinic, we're doing release of infants for the feeding. Okay. For the breastfeeding and not for the benefits later. Those are the recommendations, you know, in terms of all of the, um, the recommendations for tongue tie release internationally. And that's what I follow. Um, but there are repercussions for later in life. Um, number one, speech. Okay. Mm-hmm. Needing a speech therapy, being able to enunciate all of the sounds. You can think of it logically, right? If the tongue can't move properly, there are many sounds that, that would be difficult. Um, now, the, the tongue is the primary architect of the mouth. What do I mean? Is that at rest, the tongue is supposed to sit along the hard palate, the top of your mouth, okay? With restricted tongues, the tongue doesn't get all the way up there, which mm. means that the tongue isn't able to put the, to give that pressure 
to shape the palatal bone properly, okay? We want that palatal bone shaped properly for the proper placement of teeth. We want it for the, um, the roof of the mouth, the top of the mouth is also the floor of the nose. So for the proper structure of the nasal cavities and for nose breathing. And we know today that kids who don't have proper nose breathing have a higher incidence of ADHD, sleep wow. apnea, other issues. Um, wow. So then, so then it is, it, there, there are a lot of um, like longer term benefits than just the, the feeding, I would even say, right? That's right. So I do also treat older children and I have adults even who come in, you know, who are having different jaw issues, posture issues, food wow. eating issues, okay, that even as an adult or speaking issues, you know, that they tire out very, very quickly because they, their tongue's not moving around. They need a lot of muscle pressure. They mm -hmm. come in and have that corrected later in life um, because the tongue tie is just affecting them negatively. Wow. Wow. That's fascinating. I didn't, I didn't know any of that. Um, and, and Simon, my final question is, um, well, firstly, do you have a particular moment that kind of has stayed with you from the clinic? You know, I'd, I'd say it's just, as I said, just these moments when like there, when I get to see the improvement. Yeah. 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 I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, and if you could go back in time to first time Simon, what would you want her to know? What would you tell her? I would say ask for help. Um, so number one, I would have asked, you know, I'd say ask your husband for help. Like, don't just assume that he knows what you're going through. Like he, he didn't catch on, you know, <laughs> he would have helped. He did not catch on as to how difficult this was for me and for the baby. And, you know, ask professionals for help, you know, have that lactation consultant come in again. Okay. So it's an extra few hundred shekel, but like that would have, you know, yeah. it, it, the, the nursing experience would have been completely different. Yeah. I think that's um, really, really important advice. Ask for help. Cause I think that I think that so often, you know, we're, there are a few things at play, you know, we're at our most vulnerable, we kind of feel isolated, because, and we're just, we're hormonal, and, and I think sometimes we also think that we kind of have to figure it all out on our own, so I think that's really important advice for, for new moms, and, and, you know, veteran moms to hear that, that we can and, and should ask for help, so thank you for that. Thank you. This was very, very informative. And I really appreciate and love how you brought your personal and your professional stories so beautifully together, which it sounds like, you know, that, that, that's been your journey in the clinic as well. And I really, I really um, admire that. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. Um, can you just um, like tell us a little bit about where your clinic is exactly or how people can find you? Maybe say the name again so they can look it up. Sure. Okay. Um, so the look at the website of my um, of the tongue tie release clinic. It's called Jerusalem Tongue Tie. Uh, tongue tie, the, the website is tongue-tie-jerusalem.com. I'm located on Hillel Street in the center of Jerusalem. Um, and the dental clinic is dentistjerusalem.com. Dr. Simon Landau. Beautiful. I have websites both in Hebrew and English. You can read up more information there. Perfect. Thank you so much, Simon. That was so informative. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Bye.